Welcome back to the Wolfpack Leadership and Culture Podcast. My name is Pip, and I'm going to be your guide as we explore the crazy world of culture and leadership. In today's episode, we're going to jump into the importance of Christmas. That's right, Santa is right around the corner. And before some of you turn the radios off, switch to a different podcast, hear me out. I'm not talking about Christmas, Christmas, and the importance of Santa Claus or anything. That's for each of us to decide on our own terms. But I want to talk to you about the importance of an end-of-year party, be that a Christmas party, a New Year's party, but something to reward and celebrate your team and all the hard work they've put towards the success of this year. Now more than ever, we need to really develop our teams. We need to really show them how much we value them because they've helped us immensely through this crazy year of 2020. So let's do this. Let's strap in and get ready and let's do this thing. So as I mentioned, I want to talk to you about the importance of Christmas or the importance of your end of year party. Now, speaking with a number of clients and friends, a lot of people are saying, we're just going to cancel our end of year party. We're not going to do it this year. We're putting it on hold and we're not going to be hosting an event this year. And instantly it hits me hard. I hear them say this. I go, I understand why for some of you, you're saying no, it might be too hard or you just don't know how to do it, but you have to. The bottom line is you've got to do something. I don't care if it's an end of year party in July or if you do it in March, but every business, you need to put on an end of year event that becomes tradition within your organization. If you're a business that's extremely busy during the holiday season, make it February, make it March, do Christmas in July, but make it a tradition within your organization. You cannot sacrifice your end of year event. You cannot justify your business and your team will not accept it. And today I want to talk to you about why that is and give you some firsthand experience, some tales, some cautionary tales of what can happen if you cancel Christmas. So please don't cancel Christmas. So a number of years ago, I was working for this organization and I've actually written about this in some blogs before in the past about why it's important to not cancel Christmas. This organization had a number of centers and venues all around the state. And, you know, due to the nature of the business, they were not able to have a traditional Christmas party. They were super busy from basically November till the end of January. So it was common and it was tradition that come February or early March, there was a staff Christmas party. They close all their locations down for an afternoon and everyone would travel and come together. And for many of these people at these different locations, they had no clue who the other individuals were within the organization. They may know people by name and e from emails, but in reality, they didn't ever interact with the other locations. So it was a great opportunity for everyone to come together, to unite, to exchange stories, to learn from one another. And the Christmas parties were super beneficial. And, you know, it was challenging because they had to close some locations. They had to close all the locations early to allow everyone to travel to a central location and have an event. Now, this one year, it just happened to be the day of the staff party. It rained and the event was meant to be outdoors. And right then and there, the, the owners said, no, we're going to cancel Christmas. And it crushed me because I was able to witness from afar, from the leadership team, how the business's culture was truly struggling. 
there were a lot of issues forming and doing this was the wrong decision. And when I heard this, I said, please do not do this. I don't care what it is. You have to have everyone come together, take them to the pub, do something. Everyone's made these plans. They're ready. They're willing. They want to do something. Do not cancel Christmas. No, we're not doing it. It's raining. Our plan can't come true. So we're not even going to try. We'll postpone. I knew they weren't going to ever do anything. It was hard enough to have them select one day that they were willing to close their locations down early. And for them to do that a second time within a year, I knew it wasn't going to happen. So Christmas was canceled. And I was relatively uh, close with a number of managers from the different locations. And they all expressed their disappointments and how they wished that we could have done something, be it going to the pub or just catch them because they knew how important it was. Well, within the next 12 months, not even, it's closer to the next eight months, 10 months at most, the organization as a whole lost five key members from their management and leadership team from all the different locations. Nearly every location had had one of their managers quit. It was a domino effect. And I know some of you are saying, but Christmas doesn't play that big of a role. But you'd be surprised at how important an end-of-the-year party really is for your team. I'm talking about five critical members of their team all deciding to leave. One location had the manager and assistant manager both quit because they were no longer willing to put up with the culture that was coming from above. Now, I get it. A lot of you can be skeptics, say, Christmas, that's not that important. But it really is. Now, the fact for this organization is that due to the nature of their business, their employees were always outdoors. And the fact that they closed, or sorry, canceled their Christmas party because of rain contradicted everything that they did every other day of the year. If it rained, they were still open. They were expecting their staff to go out in the rain. So there was an instant divide of, it's too hard, it's wet, we're not going to do it. Yet they expected their staff to continue with their jobs and the customers to go out in the rain as well because of the nature of the business. But when they canceled Christmas and didn't say, we'll do it next week or even do anything, downsizing, go on to you know, a pub event or something, it just showed everyone how little they really valued the team. It was very common for this organization to throw around terms like, oh, we're one big family. I'll talk more about family. The word family and teams on a different podcast. So I'm not a big fan of that one. You'll soon learn for some important reasons. But it showed them that they didn't really live what they were saying, that they didn't practice what they preached. It was too challenging. So they gave up and didn't even try. They didn't ask anyone for other suggestions. And it just made these individuals all feel as if you know, they weren't valued enough. And the cracks that were already there just grew larger and larger. Now, I know this for a fact because I was working within the organization and I was one of the five. When they said Christmas was canceled, I told them this is wrong. We have to do something. 
There are problems forming. We must do something. I reminded them, when are we doing Christmas? When are we doing Christmas? We kept on pushing it back, pushing it back, and pushing it back. Eventually, I think it came around to uh, October. So about eight months after uh, the party, because the party was meant to be February, March. And I resigned. They eventually asked me, oh, what do you want for your going away party? I was one of the leadership team. I worked at the head office. And I said, nothing. Take the team, the entire team out and do a belated Christmas event. Nope, that's too hard. We'll do it next year. So 24 months later was an acceptable time for them to do Christmas. It would be two years between Christmas events. I said, don't do this. You've got problems. I'm not the first. I won't be the last to leave. You need to do something. We'll take you for lunch. We've got an hour lunch break on this day. We'll go then. Right out. So I can see right then and there where their values and how much they valued their team members really was. On my exit interview, I brought this up again. Say we talk about how much we care about our employees. We say we really value them. We We appreciate them for all they do. For all the hours they spend in the sun, in the rain, in the wind. For dealing with these customers. For you know, getting very physical in the job that they worked. For us relying on them so much. For them helping us you know, reach these goals. But we weren't even willing to try to reschedule the Christmas party. We didn't try. It, was, it rained, so we cancelled. Was that really the, the work ethic? that our leaders from the other departments need to see. And the person giving me the exit interview was, I, I, I felt as if they were taken aback by it, but my, my candor and the honesty. I black and white said, you have problems within the organization. You will have more people leave and it will not be long before more and more people go. Act now and do something or deal with the consequences. I'm not threatening. I really want to see this company grow. So do something or watch everything break apart. Sure enough, they did nothing. Now at the time I'd been with this organization for five, seven years, no, I don't know how many years, eight plus years in various roles, if not more. You have someone who's leaving your organization after many, many years, over eight years, saying, this is a warning. I want to see you do something better. Please take my advice. Do something. And the organization did nothing. When I left, it shook things up. Many people were taken aback. And they realized that I was no longer willing to put up with the culture that was going on within the, the business. And they, too, said, no, enough is enough. I'm out. Many people vocalized how they felt as if they were not valued. That the bottom line was far more important than the people reaching the bottom line. That they do all this hard work, yet the people in head office were not willing to get their hair wet. Or they were not willing to work a little bit harder and try to organize something last minute. This is what these individuals did day in, day out at these venues. They were responsible for making sure the guests had a fantastic time. And the head office who would come down on them and tell them they need to do better, they need to be more flexible, just did the complete opposite. 
So it was really the trigger point for many people, the catalyst that brought on so many individuals leaving and you know, years going by. There are so few people remaining because of the culture that I truly believe stemmed from the lack of care in organizing a Christmas party. Now, to give you some context, a few years prior to this one, it was rained out. It was pouring down rain. So we found a nearby venue that we could have the event indoors, changed all the plans, and everyone showed up and dealt with the rain. But that person who organized that was no longer with the company, so no one else was willing to step up and really try. So they canceled. What many of the team members who I've had the pleasure of staying friends with and talking more in depth as we've all left the organization, they've all said it really came down to head office and others wanted money over wanting the staff. They chose profit over the people. One day a year, this organization would close their doors, which was Christmas Day, December 25th. But every other day, they were open. Through rain, winds, summer, the works. They were always there. So one day of the year, they got to close early. And I mean 2 o'clock. Not a big early move. And for some places, they didn't get to close early because if they were the closest to the events, they would you know close at normal hours because they'd have to travel as far. So it really underpinned the whole thing of we're not willing to sacrifice one day of sales to value our team. And that's one of the big things I really want everyone who's listening to understand that if you're not willing to stop for a few hours and say, no, we're not going to do sales today. We're going to work on ourselves. We're going to celebrate how awesome you are, you're going to have problems. We look at this in a sense of, you know, relationships. Sometimes our partners or family say, you need to stop because I don't feel valued by you because you spend all your time doing this. You realize you're right. I haven't been giving you the attention you deserve. So you change your behaviors and you give them more attention. That's all Christmas is. That's all this end of year event really is. Be it Christmas in July or March or whatever it is. If you stop for a moment and say, you know what? You're more important than the customers because when your employees feel valued, when they feel truly appreciated by the head office, by your owners, by the management team, they're going to work harder because they know you care. People only ever do things like above and beyond for those who care about them. When was the last time most of us you know, did something super generous for someone we didn't know or didn't care about or didn't even like? There's few who do, but there's not many. Because we want something in return. That's just how nature really is. You know, so as an organization, you really need to pause for a moment and give back to your team because they give you so much. Your team is literally helping you fulfill your dreams as they put theirs on hold. Let that sink in for a second. Your team is sacrificing their own dreams and goals to fulfill yours. And right now, many of you are considering not hosting an end-of-year team event, dinner, or something. Really? 
So, been talking to people, and a lot of them are saying, oh, no, we're canceling Christmas. It's too hard. It's too hard. It's not too hard. 2020 has been hard. But if you're still in business, organizing a staff Christmas party is not too hard. You've handled 2020. You've gotten this far. If you've reinvented yourself, if you started a new business, got yourself a promotion, organizing a Christmas party is not too hard. You're just too lazy. Or you're tired. And that's understandable. I'm tired. It's been a long, hard year. And some people have been saying, oh, it's really challenging come Christmas time to get people to, you know, find time when we're all together. You know, it's everyone's schedules all over the place. You know when everyone's schedules not all over the place? During business hours. If you have a job that's typically nine to five or whatever it might be, a, a standard shift pattern. You know exactly when everyone is there. You've got control over that. But you don't want to sacrifice the business for the people. So here's one of my big tips. If you're finding it too challenging to organize an event after hours, do it during business hours. Close early for two hours, three hours, half a day, full day, whatever it is. Pay your staff and put on a event of some sort. Go to the park for a barbecue. Go to the beach. Do some surfing lessons. You know, do a team building event. Go out for dinner. Do something. And the best part about this is if you communicate effectively, say, hey, team, this is what's going to happen. We're going to stop early at this day. And we're going to go here and we're going to do this event. It's going to finish at 5 o'clock. But we're going to finish at this pub. I'd love it if you could stick around. There'd definitely be a few more drinks, but because of the crazy time of the year, I understand you might not be able to. So if you have to go, you got to go. But everyone was there. You've done it during business hours. So there's really no excuse. If you, the manager, can say, no, I, I, I'm going to put my work phone down. I can stop these tasks for a day or so, for a few hours, and give back to those who give me so much your team is going to feel appreciated. We all understand that time is value. I've mentioned this in other podcasts and blogs that there's no expression time is money, but time is value. We can all understand how much our bosses and owners time is value. That We can figure a rough hourly rate. We know our hourly rate. So if you as a manager are willing to stop what you do and focus on your team, there's value attached to that time. And that's what your team is craving. They want to feel valued. They want to feel appreciated. And if you know, if you can include their family, even better. But this is the time of the year, be it July for end of year event, whatever it is, you need to do something for your team. But what if you can't do a Christmas, a typical Christmas event? That's fine. You know your industry. You know your business. So make a standard end of year party. Make your own. Do a Christmas in July. We did an awesome Christmas in July with a team and they wore ugly Christmas sweaters because that was their Christmas party. Do it in February, March, when things quiet down. Do Christmas at a time that suits you, but make that a tradition. That's what Christmas is. It's a tradition. For so many individuals, we don't celebrate Christmas for the historical reasons. We celebrate it because it's a tradition. It's when we all come together and give each other some levels of value and appreciation. 
to do that with your team. So if you're one of those companies right now who's like, oh, I can't do it this time of year, it's too busy. Right now, get out your calendar, point to a day, and say, that's it. The third Friday of February, from this point forth, will be our staff Christmas party. And then tell everyone, hey team, February, third Friday, we're going out, there'll be our staff Christmas party, more details to come. Be aware, you might have to you know, stick around a little bit later, but you know what, we're doing it on this day. And it becomes tradition. You put it in your calendar. Every year, you have that day blocked out, or that afternoon blocked out. Because you understand the value of that tradition. It gives people a goal. It gives them something to work towards. It shows that you care. It helps build that culture within your organization. And say, hey, when's your Christmas party? Oh, third Friday of February. Every year we go do something awesome. We don't do it earlier uh, around Christmas time. Because it's just too busy for us. And we can't really stop. But our company understands that we, we deserve something. So they take us out come February. And that's when the Christmas party kicks off. There's nothing wrong about doing that. And no sense by saying, do you need to do a party in January or sorry, December or early January or November? Do it when it suits your organization. And if you can do it during business hours, it's even better for your team. Now, a lot of you are saying, but I got, if I'm paying my team members, that just seems like an excessive cost. You're right, there's a bit more financial burden, you can say, for an event like that. But here's the thing. Your team works 9 to 5, per se, whatever it is. But in reality, the hour after work, on the drive home and before work, is also work time. When they get home and unload their day on their spouse, their children, their pet, that's another couple more hours. So they're working far outside of the typical 9 to 5. They don't want you to tell them or make them feel guilty for not being able to attend that 6 p.m. staff party. Maybe they got kids. Maybe they have a life. Maybe they just can't give you more because you don't seem to give them more. Do it during business hours. It shows a high level of care from you to them. You say, I know you guys have baby need babysitters, so... We'll finish on time. We're done at five, so you can get out of here as per normal. Or stick around if you can. It's up to you. But we're done at this point. And if you're doing something like a team building events or something that's going to help grow the team, it's even better because you can make sure everyone's there because they're being paid to be there and you're paying for the event. So make sure you get the value out of your events by doing it within the business hours. And your customers, if they don't understand that your team deserves a pat on the back one day of the year? Well, maybe that's not the best customer to be interacting with your team members. And I know someone's going to have a problem and you might lose some business. But here are some numbers. I've mentioned it before and I'll drop these numbers again. You can be spending, you can sorry, you can lose between twenty to $60,000 for every person you need to hire. This includes posting the ads, reviewing ads, reviewing applications, interviewing people, the loss in productivity, the loss in production time while you're down somebody, the training time, the continued loss of production time. These numbers grow and all add up to between twenty dollars to $60,000 per person from when you lose somebody till you have someone who's capable of doing the job. Just because you hire someone doesn't mean they're capable yet. 
there's obviously a time to train. So is it really that big of a loss for that one afternoon when you close early? And if you're doing some great marketing or social media, you can tell everyone well advanced, we're closed early this day. So please get your calls beforehand because come two o'clock, we're all out the door. We're done. It's not that we're not answering phones. We're done, done. Machines are off. We can't help you pass this time. So get in early. Communicate effectively to your customers. Say you're you're praising your staff. You know, for all the hard work they've done to make sure that you get the service you deserve, we're taking our team out to do something awesome on this day at this time. People will understand. But the one thing people will not understand is why you do not value your team, especially the team members who feel undervalued. They're never going to understand that. But money is a big thing. I get it. This time of year, we're talking to lots of people and budgets are tight. So we're working with a lot of teams who have some tight budgets. So here are a couple things that you can do to ensure that, you know, you get the best value and that the money you spend doesn't negatively impact your team moving forward. Firstly, spend what is appropriate to what you've been saying all year long. What I mean by this is if you've been talking to your team about cut costs, cut costs, cut costs, cut costs, cut costs all year long, and then you go and blow thousands of dollars, you're like, hey guys, there's a four gram bar tab. It's hypocritical. You're contradicting yourself and you're really separating them and you. You're really showing them that you don't really believe in what you've been saying or that you didn't want them to spend money, but it's okay for you to spend money on something frivolous as a bar tab. A lot of people are going to be saying, my team loves when I put a big bar tab on. No, they're just drinking what they think they are owed. They're just trying to get what they believe is theirs. You made me stay late that day. That's 50 bucks. So I'm going to drink at least 50 bucks worth of your booze. Add it all up. So so long as I drink and consume X amount of dollars, it's been worth it for me. This is my repayment. So I'm going to drain you because I'm owed it. And if you have teams like that, you've got a culture problem and you seriously need to look at that and how you can improve upon it. So don't overspend. If it's been a tight year fiscally, don't do something showy. Go simple. Go to your local butcher, support local. Buy yourself some sausages, snacks for my Aussie listeners. Get some some rissoles or burgers and go to your local park or beach and put on a barbecue. Grab everyone's favorite drink, get like an esky, a cooler, whatever it might be, and just chill out. You know, the little things mean so much to your team. It's like when you show up to work with a cup of coffee for everybody. It shows you care. If you're willing to put that little bit extra attention and detail and just to organizing a super simple barbecue, there's a lot of moving parts to that. A lot of you are going, oh, I don't know if I could do that. It's actually pretty simple. We just do it all the time. The thing is, it will mean the world to your team and it doesn't blow the budget. And it's going to reflect on what you've been saying to them throughout the year. Or maybe you're looking to put on something a little bit bigger. Looking to do a team building event or you know, something that's going to give you a little bit more added value. Regardless of what you do, ask the supplier what is the return on my investment? Anytime you do a staff event, there should be a return on your investment. 
So if you're doing team building, they find out what's this going to benefit? What's this going to help me achieve? Here are my goals. Here's where we're struggling. What can you offer me? That's going to be awesome and fun. That's going to help me solve some of my problems. And if they can't give you a clear answer or they can't help you find the right product, next, go somewhere else. Don't just pay for something because you think it shows you care. Pay for something that's going to give value. That's going to really help you. It's going to give you some sort of return. Because if you invest in your team on this one day of the year, and seriously, we're talking one day, not even a day, of having everyone together and getting them involved and doing something to help them develop, you will reap so many rewards from this process. But make sure you ask, be blunt. I love when customers say, what do I get for this? What are the rewards? What is my return on my investment? What skills are we working on here? Don't be shy to ask. It's your money. You deserve the right to ask these questions. It's your team that's helping reach your goals. So spend your money wisely. And my third tip, this one, it always amazes me how many organizations don't consider this. Where possible, include the family. That's right. Invite their children, invite their spouses. If a couple people have dogs or pets or whatever, bring those along if you possibly can too. Because remember, at the end of the day, your employees go home and talk about you. They talk about you to a spouse, a parent, a child, a pet. I talk to my dogs all the time. It's totally normal. You want to make sure that when things go sideways later on the year, and they go home and start complaining, the spouse is on your side. I'm not talking about bribing them with expensive things. I'm talking about showing the family that you appreciate the fact that they are understanding and that they have allowed their child, their brother, their spouse, their partner to spend more time at work. That they've allowed them to sacrifice their time on their dreams to help you reach yours. Because we all know that deep down, for most of us, if our spouse puts their foot down and says, this is killing you, stop doing it, you will stop doing that. It's really important you get them on board and have them involved in the process. If you can win them over, you will be so successful moving forward. Because they will feel appreciated. And they will see that you're a good boss and you really do care. Well, that's it for today's episode of the Wolfpack Leadership and Culture Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in once again. I want you to really take away a few things. Remember, don't cancel Christmas. Find a day and make it a tradition every single year. Spend appropriately. Spend what is a reflection of your year. And where possible get the family involved or invite the family. Send them a gift. Do something. Whatever you do, do not cancel Christmas. If you want to be part of the podcast or have a question about leadership or need some advice, please reach out to us. Premier Team Building on Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn. Also Premier Leadership for our coaching services as well. We're across all the major platforms. Remember, this time of year is super important. We give back to our team because they've given us so much. But most importantly, remember, you got this. Woo!